Hello, and welcome to Talkin' Tales, where we share stories about our animal companions, their unique personalities, their zany antics, and the heartbreak of saying goodbye. I'm your host, Paul Barnett. On October 8th, 2017, I brought three ferrets home from my local ferret shelter to join my family. Their names were Ellie, Milo, and Kyra. Ellie was older, about six years old. Milo was the youngest, at about two years old. Kyra was about three years old. While Milo and Kyra were younger and more active, they always snuggled up with Ellie when they were done playing, and Ellie loved attention from Milo during playtime. If he didn't initiate playtime with her, she'd find him. Many times during playtime, Ellie was on a mission, and I nicknamed her Turbo Ellie for how fast she moved sometimes. She had a cute march when she was on a mission, and doing rounds during playtime. I often called Milo Champagne Milo, as I had had another ferret I adopted a couple of years earlier, also named Milo. I wouldn't change either of their names, as they each knew their name, and somehow knew which one I meant when I called for Milo. Ellie lived for just over two more years, leaving in January of 2020, after a rapid decline in her quality of life due to several medical issues at just over eight years old. On the day Ellie left, Kyra, who was now about five years old, was there to say goodbye to her big sister. The staff at the veterinary clinic asked to take a closer look at Kyra, as they saw the beginnings of signs that something might be wrong with her. They suspected lymphoma. A blood test confirmed it. We immediately started Kyra on medications, but her disease was progressing rapidly and tumors were visibly growing on or near her legs and one in her head that was beginning to affect her eyes. An x-ray showed a tumor growing by her heart. We followed a chemotherapy protocol to attempt to put the lymphoma into remission. After each treatment, some of the tumors would shrink very slightly, but within a day or two they'd return to their previous size. We tried a different chemotherapy agent, along with an additional treatment recommended by an oncologist. Nothing worked. We had run out of options. The doctor had a conversation with me about what to expect, and about Kyra's quality of life, and how we could try to keep her comfortable for a little while longer, until the lymphoma won, and we'd have to help her out of her body. The thing was, Kyra didn't seem to care that she was sick. She was playing normally. She was eating normally. While her tumors looked scary, especially the one in her head that was now so large, it was pushing out her eyeballs and visible in her eye sockets. She didn't let them slow her down at all. She wasn't giving up, and I knew I couldn't either. In episode 4, when talking about my ferret Ace, I described an immunotherapy process that we used to attempt to stop his cancer. While we had limited success with it for ACE, we learned that it didn't hurt, even if it didn't clearly help ACE significantly. I asked Kyra's doctor if we could use that same process for Kyra. The doctor, and the company that makes the vaccine from tumors, couldn't say if it would help. ACE was the first ferret ever to receive that treatment, and it had never been used for lymphoma before. With no options left, and Kyra's physical condition clearly worsening, the doctor agreed to give it a try. In order for the tumor to be used for this process, Kyra would need to not take her medication for a couple of weeks prior to the procedure. 
which allowed her tumors to grow even faster. The doctor then extracted a tumor from Kyra's left rear leg. It was the largest one, and one that could be removed safely. We sent the tumor off to have the vaccine made. There was a mix-up with the delivery service, and the delivery of the tumor was delayed, but the company stepped up and retrieved the package in time for it still to be viable for making the vaccine. They produced the vaccine and sent it back to us. Upon arrival of the vaccine, I took Kyra for the first of three injections. A day after the first injection, her tumors appeared slightly smaller. This was consistent with chemotherapy. The difference was that after a few days, the tumors did not return to their original size. The following week, Kyra received the second injection. Again, the tumors shrunk a little bit and did so even faster than the previous week. She received the third and final injection the following week. Six weeks after she received the vaccine, Kyra looked like a brand new ferret. Her eyes returned to normal. I could no longer see or feel the tumors in her legs. I took Kyra in for a scheduled checkup. The doctor was cautiously optimistic based on the descriptions I had provided of Kyra's progress. The doctor took an x-ray of Kyra's body and delivered wonderful news. Not only had the tumors that we could see and feel gone away, but even the tumor by her heart was gone. Kyra no longer had any physical signs of lymphoma and no longer needed any medication. She was able to return to a normal, active ferret life. The day I got this wonderful news about Kyra was the same day that Ace had an x-ray and the doctor broke the news to me that Ace had many tumors in his lower body that were inoperable. It was simultaneously the best day and the worst day. Ace was a medical pioneer, showing us the potential of the immunotherapy process, and was instrumental in saving his sister Kyra's life, but Ace himself would not survive much longer. Kyra remained an active and healthy little lady for nearly two more years, never having to deal with lymphoma again. However, in early 2022, at about seven and a half years old, and after having been recently diagnosed with heart failure and being given a small dose of medication to help with it, her condition rapidly deteriorated. Kyra passed away at home amongst her brothers and sisters on January 29, 2022, just a little under three weeks after her little brother Milo passed after his own somewhat rapid decline after battling insulinoma. They might all be gone now, but they will never be forgotten. Ellie was a joy to watch and a wonderful senior lady. Kyra was a medical pioneer, and her story will helpfully give hope to other ferrets who might be battling lymphoma. Milo, who had initially been primarily interested in wrestling with his siblings, grew up to be a wonderful friend to many ferrets, including Ace, particularly after Dodger passed and was there to comfort Ace in Ace's final months. It was a beautiful thing to see Milo become such a wonderful, loving companion. Just a day before recording this podcast, I adopted three ferrets who all enjoy each other's company. One of them is named Milo. If you'd like to share a story about a special pet, visit us at TalkinTalesPodcast.com 
or reach out to us on Twitter at Talkin' Tales. That's T-A-L-K-I-N-T-A-I-L-S or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tales. If you'd like to support the show, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Tales. 